Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now You Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line... Okay, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. I can't just do the normal intro like I've done on all previous episodes. It's the show's 100th episode. Wow. <laughs> I'm so, so amazed and grateful. Man, what a what a really cool occasion. What a fun milestone this is. Thank you so much to all the guests from the first 99 episodes. Thank you, of course, to all the listeners from well over 90 countries around the world. And a huge debt of gratitude to Crystal Blue Sound Studios for making every episode sound so fantastic. And by the way, you will definitely want to come back for episode 101 as we do a best of, which will be highlights from some of the first 100 episodes. But for now, without any further ado, it's only fitting that the guest for the 100th episode be someone who not only was on the show before, but someone who I have openly stated on a number of other episodes was the guest on my all-time favorite episode, all the way back on episode number 11. So, joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Dallas, uh, I should say by way of Nashville, I guess, my guest is a tremendously talented national touring and recording artist who is a Christian singer-songwriter that plays guitar and piano. She has toured with some of the biggest names in Christian music. When she previously appeared on this show, we had been given the exclusive on songs that had not been sent to radio yet as she was about to release her One More Step album. She's got some really big news in her personal life, too. You have been hearing one of her songs entitled The In-Between. I am so thrilled and so blessed to introduce as my guest for the show's 100th episode, Lindsay McCall. Hey, <laughs> that was quite the introduction. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Bruce. I'm so honored. Uh, Lindsay, thank you. I'm, I'm so, so glad that we are able to pull this off and, and God is so good in, in making this happen for, for me, for the show. Um, I don't want to give it too much credit, but I'll say for you. <laughs> so thank you again. Yes. Oh man, I'm so, I've been so blessed and I'm so honored that I got to do that interview with you so long ago, man. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of how long ago that was, but I was so honored to get to be on your show. It has gone down as one of my favorite interviews oh. of all time for me as well. Wow, I'm thank so you. thankful. So I'm I'm so excited about getting to talk this morning. Yeah, me too. And and you know what a blessing that was uh, in terms of you know you and I um, being able to to get to know each other a little bit away from the microphone, as they say, away from the show. So uh, thank you, God, yeah. for for that and um, for for obviously so much more that He does, but. 
Amen. We do have to start off the the traditional route, even though this is a this is a big deal. This is a little bit different episode of it being number one hundred. But uh, we always certainly love having the guest talk about the song that we started off the show with, especially since I was doing way way too much talking over it this time. <laughs> we were playing a song called "The In Between." So, Lindsay, uh, talk about that song, please, if you would. Yeah. Well, I wrote this song with Josh Wilson, um, who is another Christian artist and yeah. songwriter, actually incredible songwriter and incredible musician, man, in his own right. He's, he knows more instruments than I could possibly, I don't even think I know all the <laughs> instruments that he plays. I don't know what they are, but, um, he's just a musical genius. And, um, and so we were kind of talking through, um, Philippians one, six, which says that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And we were just kind of talking about um, our lives and where we were and marriage even. And and we had been reading through um, a book by Tim Keller on marriage. And and it it was talking about, uh, we both, uh, me with Mark and Josh with his wife, Becca, who's one of my best friends in the world. And, um, we it, it was talking about you know presenting our our spouse to the Lord someday and uh, mm. and that that's the goal and um, and preparing for that day and um, and we were kind of talking about how sometimes you know you feel like you get in a rut in life and you can you can look back from where you are and see how far God has brought you and that is incredibly true in my own life man I I can look back and see all that he's done and how much he's changed me. And I am definitely not the same person at all as, as where we were when, when, when he first found me. But then sometimes, you know, you look around at the last month or two or even year and you're like, have I changed at all? Like, are you working in me? And are you, (laughs) I feel like I'm stuck here and I feel like I have the same attitude problems about whatever I have an attitude about, or I'm still struggling with the same thing and what's going on. And, you know, you just kind of feel like you're in the, this complacent space. And, um, and that verse is just so encouraging to me. Philippians one, six, that he who began a good work and you will be faithful to complete. It's not, I mean, it is our job to follow Jesus and to die to ourselves and, um, and make the effort to, you know, put him first and, and choose what he would choose for us and obey him. Of course, but also we can rest in the, in the incredible hope that, we aren't changing ourselves. We don't have the power to do that, but we have the the power of the same God who raised Jesus from the dead. It says in God's word is working within us. That's, that is the power that's in us. That's changing us and using right where we are, maybe even in this stuck moment <laughs> to show us that God's what we need right now. And, and he is working in us and maybe it's slowly and maybe he's just calling us to take one more teeny step of faith towards him in something, or maybe he's just asking us to be faithful again today with the same thing he asked us to be faithful with yesterday. And maybe that's what it is for right now. And we just have to trust that he knows where we are. He's not leaving us. He hasn't forgotten about us. He's Mm -hmm. not forgetting to work in us, certainly. Um, But he's going to be faithful to to finish the work that he started in us um, until the day that Jesus comes back. And I just love that. I love that we can just rest in that and just say, okay, Lord, I'll just be faithful with what you put put in front of me today. And I think we get so focused sometimes on um, the future 
I do for sure. Definitely. I don't know if anybody else is with me with that, but I can get <laughs> I so think everybody's down, like, with what? you on that. <laughs> yeah. Like what's next? And yeah, what's what tomorrow? What's next and week? What's next totally, month? What's next year? Yeah. And all through scripture, God tells us, stop worrying about tomorrow. I've, I've given you today. That's more than you can handle usually anyway. So just calm down and focus on today and what he's called us to right here and right now. Well, so and that's kind of where that song came from. And as, and as you yourself say when you perform and and by the way thank you for that for that wonderful insight to that song because i i know that that you love being a storyteller and you're and you're a great storyteller but you know you you yourself say from the stage that tomorrow is not guaranteed and totally you know you you said that on stage and and something about it i don't know if it was the dramatic pause in between or the repetition but something about the way you said it really kind of stopped my heart in a way that I thought she's right, even though it's eight o'clock at night and you're going, well, I mean, come on, Lindsay, you know, t- and, and you said nobody in here tomorrow is not guaranteed for anybody in here. And, and you're sitting around, you're yep. looking at, you're looking at young kids and you're going, well, I mean, these they're kids and it's eight o'clock. And, it, but you know, yeah. when you, when you really take that to heart, it, it really does help you refocus, as you just said, on right now and don't worry about tomorrow and yep. don't worry about next week and don't worry about next month because, you just have to have to let God hold you in in the moment, you know, even if it's yeah. like you said, wondering, are you holding me or do you see what I'm going through right now? Because it doesn't feel like you are. And, and of course he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, yep. I just I, I do love the way you storytell, Lindsay. It's it's you know, this is this is a ministry for you, obviously, your your music career. But I just I just really know in my heart, you know, one of the one of the many things that that's really drawn me to, to Lindsay McCall is is that I, I can just tell that you live this, that, that this is a calling for you. All day long, not not just well. I go and I write Christian songs, and then I go perform them in concerts, and then I go home. And you know, yes, you're still Lindsay McCall, you know, same average human being that that we all are. But uh, yeah. I, I just so admire, you know, the the, the depths uh, of your faith and 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 how you really do strive to 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 live that walk in, in in all things that you do. You know, here we are recording this in the morning, and uh, and and already you're on fire for the Lord this this early. Oh, well, that's the Lord working then. That's definitely him because I am very much just a normal human being, (laughs) but I'm thankful that, um, actually we were talking about this this weekend at my church, um, in Nashville, but about how it's God's word that changes us. You know, it's him that does the work. And if we're faithful to get in his word, he will change us from the inside out. And it's not necessarily an overnight thing, although it is for some people, but for some people it's a slow and steady work of God's word and his Holy spirit, just changing our hearts and, and um, making us come alive. That's what the word does. It brings us to life, you know? So and how, and how. thank you. Yeah. Praise God. Well, Wow, it 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 has been a really long time since we had you on. I guess it would be eighty nine episodes ago. Um, you you I know. Have, you have probably crisscrossed the country over that span of time. So uh, <laughs> start by talking about having been out on the on the Shonda Pierce tour because that's a little different, of course, than being out touring with say Casting Crowns or Brandon Heath or Jason Gray. Yes, it's hilarious. Actually, um, Shonda said, I don't, uh, I don't know if everyone who's listening knows who Shonda Pierce is, probably, um, but she is a, a comedian, a Christian comedian, and she is the um, 
I'm going to, hopefully I say this right, but she is the most selling female comedian of all time. And that is not just of Christian female comedians, but of all female comedians. She's, um, she has been doing this for a long time and she has been very successful for a long time. And I mean, if you go hear her, you will understand why I, I, I don't usually sit in on the the tours that I'm on. You know, I'll sit in a couple nights for the whole show, and then I usually will go in for my favorite songs or whatever it is, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, with Shonda, I sat in almost every night that we were out, and I laughed the same (laughs) at every every joke every night and they never got old to me and I was like that is impressive that she can just keep it funny because she's so um she's spontaneous and she's hilarious and so yeah it was very different because she's a comedian and she's not a she is a a singer as well and she does a couple songs during her show but um one night she Shauna got back on the bus and she was like Lindsay apparently she was um doing her meet and greet line after the show and um, a woman came up to her and said, um, hey, Shonda, I, I loved your show tonight. I, I came for Lindsay McCall, but I wanted to come meet you and tell you that I really appreciated what you said. And she said, but um, Shonda, you only sang two songs tonight. And it kind of took Shonda just a second to realize. Like, So then she responded. She said, oh, well, honey, I'm a comedian. And the lady was like, oh. <laughs> She thought that Shonda was um, uh, strictly a singer, and so she couldn't understand why Shonda would only do two (laughs) in the entire night. And Shonda was like, you need to tell your fans who I am. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. But she's so funny, and it was so fun. Actually, it's the first all-girl tour that I've been on. Um, It was Shonda, and she had her assistant, um, Cynthia, out with us. And then Karen Williams, who's another singer-songwriter, she was out doing... Um, she was representing Food for the Hungry um, on the tour. So it was awesome. It was so much fun and so different to not have all these brother figures around, but all these girls. And we could just, you know, paint our nails on the bus and nobody complained <laughs> about the smell. <laughs> so it was yeah, really that's, fun. That's a whole different dynamic. <laughs> you know, like you said, number one, to be out with somebody who is a comedian and number two for it to be all female. Uh-huh. So uh, that, that's why yeah. I wanted to bring that up. Cause I'm sure that it had to be a very different experience for you instead of being out with the likes of those that I named. And, and by the way, listeners, uh, Karen Williams was just on the show, um, three weeks ago, episode 97. So, um, if you Aww. missed that one, go back and, and listen to her. And, and, um, we did, uh, we did talk about Lindsay off the air because, um, we knew that, uh, that that had just happened that, that uh, gathering on the uh-huh. road. Um, in, in terms of your live performances, Lindsay, I remember seeing you perform One More Step and r- raising an eyebrow because you put down the guitar and were playing keys for that. So how did I not know that you play something other than guitar? What what led you to playing keys for One More Step on, on the tour that I saw you on? Yeah, so that's actually a funny story because um, so most of my songs are... Um, guitar driven and mm-hmm. I write because because I've I taught myself guitar when I was younger and so I've played guitar since I was I think 11 um when I started and that does not definitely does not reflect in my skill level I am no John Mayer <laughs> but um but you know I, I play enough to get by and write songs and um and play live so that's you know what I need it for and um but my husband when I wrote one more step 
with my friend Jeff Pardo. Jeff is an incredible piano player. And so he, he wrote the piano part while we were writing the song. And um, I loved it so much. I was like, oh, we're, we're going to write whatever you're playing right now. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, so I loved it. But Mark, my husband, he was like, you know, Lens, if you want to play that song live and you need to because it's such a special song about your dad and your life, um, you're going to need to learn how to play it on piano. And I was like, eh, I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen. And he was like, no, you really need to, because, you know, I don't, sometimes I travel with people and sometimes I don't, but more often than not, I'm, I'm traveling solo and playing for myself. So, um, so Mark kept encouraging me heavily <laughs> in that direction. And so finally I went over to Jeff Pardo, my, my co-writer and friend's house. And I just said, okay, Jeff, you play the song slowly and I'll take pictures of your hand <laughs> oh while my you gosh. do it. Oh my gosh. And so that's how I learned how to play one more step. Wow. He played it and would form the, <laughs> the chords with his fingers and, and I learned how to play it that way. Wow. I just kept going through the pictures and memorizing it. And that is the only song I play on piano, which is great. And I'm so thankful that I know how to play it now. But the problem is, um, I do a lot of women's conferences and often they'll be like, Hey, um, we just need some, if you want to just come out during this part of the day or, or whatever, and just play some piano underneath, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, that's, that's actually impossible. How about I don't guitar? really know how to play piano. How about, yeah. how about guitar? How about I think, picking? I think guitar sets a, sets a better mood. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, you're great. I'm like, no, I'm really not. Like I, I only know one song. Oh my gosh. Very limited repertoire. <laughs> if you don't mind me playing one more step and not singing it over and over and over, I'll play that <laughs> quietly. Exactly. How much did you like that song? <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, so that that's how I learned to play one more step. <laughs> well, to your credit, I mean, it certainly, you know, came across, in my opinion, even more, it had more impact because, and listeners, uh, I, I obviously would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 11 when Lindsay and I first spoke. We played one more step at the end of that show, so you can hear it in its entirety. But uh, that song always impacts so many and touches so many hearts. And so to have you, you know, if you stood there and did this big buildup about what it's about and then just stood there and sang at the microphone while someone else played it, I think it might lose a little something. So uh, I think that was, yeah. um, you know, it was good foresight on the, on the part of your husband to say, look, you know, you, you really ought to try to go this one alone. Thanks. Well, Mark is very wise and he is also a manager. He's also my manager. So <laughs> that was part husband, the advice and part manager being like, no, you really need to do <laughs> <laughs> like, Is this my husband telling you this or my manager? Yeah. He's like both. <laughs> well, now, now you have a keyboard player that's on stage with you though. Let, let's hear more about how that came to be. Yeah, that's my friend, Eric. And, um, We've actually only done a couple shows together, and that is just um, when I have longer shows, I always feel like I, I want to bring someone with me to kind of add a, something musically because, like I said, I am no John Mayer on guitar. And <laughs> usually if I'm doing like – if I'm opening for a, a bigger artist or um, doing a shorter set or even a couple shorter sets like at a women's conference, if I'm doing 20 minutes here and 20 minutes there, um, it's not as – I don't think as, as rough on people's ears, um, you know, because we're kind of switching songs fast and changing tempos and moods and that kind of stuff. But if you're sitting for an hour, hour and a half, 
um, often I feel like, man, I, I wish I had somebody else here just to kind of add something musically and bring in some new life in some different areas on these songs. Because, you know, when you record them, you're adding multiple, multiple layers of um, of different instruments and that brings along different feelings and, and all that kind of stuff. So I I wanted to bring some more some more life. So Eric, um, I met through a mutual friend and he and his wife are just so precious and so sweet. And he is phenomenal on the piano. I mean, just incredible. And he actually plays a bunch of instruments as well, but um, he, we had a, I said, well, why don't you come over to my house and we'll kind of sit down and play through some of my songs and just kind of see how it fits. And he played one song and I was like, Oh, you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been fun having him out on the road. He's, he's got such a heart for people too. And that's always so fun to have um, someone out with you who really um, is looking forward to more than just the concert and playing. He's looking forward to talking to people and, um, and ministering to people as well. So that's been a, such a blessing. He is such a good, guy and a good friend. So Very nice, very nice. I am yeah. Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Dallas, as I said before, by way of Nashville, it's national touring and recording artist, Christian singer-songwriter Lindsay McCall. Visit her official website at www.lindsaymccall.com. And then, yes, of course, there's lots of social media for you to check out. On lindsaymccall.com, you'll find links to her Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram and of course, do purchase Lindsay's music. Go to her website, go to iTunes, go to her live shows, and keep an eye on lindsaymccall.com and her social media as live dates get added. And as I always say, if you're doing something right now where uh, you're driving or you're in some kind of position where you can't write down her website, obviously you can look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of her first and last name to go to lindsaymccall.com. Be sure yeah. that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's spelled H-E-A-R, as in you hear with your ear. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free, makes it so easy to get the show every week. If you're a new listener, thank you, and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of a lot of great guests along the way so far. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And if you've been listening to the show over the last couple months, you know that there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram. It's at nowhearthisentertainment. And certainly another big, big thanks to all those who are not first-time listeners. I'm really grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. It's amazing to see where in the world some of you are listening from. We are very close to hitting 100 countries. So I was thrilled Amazing. to go see Lindsay perform nine days ago. And Lindsay, how cool it was to hear you doing an original Christmas song. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> I, I wondered when when you wrote that. Uh, have you recorded it at all? Is, is it available for people to purchase? Is that Christmas on the Coast? Is that yeah, the one you're talking yeah, about? yeah. Yeah, I... Um, it's not record. Well, I have a demo of it, but I haven't put it out yet. But um, this year, the plan is to um, work on a couple more songs and and then put out a Christmas EP. Hopefully, this um, later in 2016. I nice. guess I'm saying this year, but we're not even well. Notice, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I yeah, I wrote that actually with my friend Jeff Pardo again, who um, I wrote with one more step with and. Um, 
we were just kind of like, we should write a Christmas song. Like we both love Christmas and we were kind of in a Christmassy mood. I think he had just written a Christmas song with someone else. Um, so he was like, yeah, let's do something Christmassy. And, um, and I grew up, you know, in Florida and Texas originally, but then Florida later. And, um, so I grew up, you know, near the ocean. And so Christmases for me growing up were always warm and we decorate palm trees and, and, uh, and my mom would turn the air conditioning down super low in our house. And <laughs> so we could have a fire in the fireplace. <laughs> and, um, so we, I was like, yeah, we should write something about, you know, Christmas in, in warm places and how, how just funny it is. You know, people always assume, you know, all the Christmas songs are talking about white Christmases and snow and mountains and skiing or whatever it is. And, and, uh, that's not generally what I first associate Christmas with, I think, you know, beaches. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, that's why we wrote, so the song is called Christmas on the coast and it kind of just talks about that and how, you know, Santa likes to fly in warm weather skies. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> also it kind of talks about how, um, that's where Jesus was born into kind of warmish weather and desert and not into a white right. Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, so there's this, a line in the bridge that says something about how we think that the, um, the shepherds and the wise men would agree with, um, preferring warm Christmases and Christmases on the coast. <laughs> yeah. That's what was, that's what was so. just in my head is, is you never hear about the three wise men trudging through the snow to, to get to see exactly. the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they did not go over the river and through the woods. To grandma's house. They were going through the sand dunes. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were probably wearing sandals, not, not snowshoes. <laughs> exactly. Actually we watch, um, our tradition is, to watch the movie The Nativity. Have you seen that one? I don't um, think so. I can't think of who all is in it, but it's not it's not any like A-list Hollywood actors, but every Christmas Eve we watch The Nativity because it just is such a good... I just like these visual um, uh, reminders of how it was, and it's such a good... You know, it shows them, and it shows what a real state of... You know, the stable was like... And, uh, and what the wise men, what they did, it shows them kind of trudging through the desert for days and days and days on these camels and what it was mm. really like. And I love that reminder, just thinking, you know, every Christmas Eve, I just want to remember what that Christmas, whatever day it actually was on, but what it was really like. So, yeah, yeah. I've been on this kick lately where I've been, uh, I've been doing a couple stints, uh, on the radio, filling in on the Christian talk station here. Uh, while while the host is on vacation, I've been doing his show for him, and I've been talking about just the fact that I love that that God sent His Son to us in the form of a baby. You know, because that's yeah, that's what we're called to be is is to just be utterly and totally dependent on God. You know, just like a little baby is is utterly and totally dependent yeah. on their parents. And obviously, God could have created His Son in the image of someone who's you know for His first appearance on Earth is thirty years old and begins His ministry immediately. And I, and obviously, right. you know, he had a reason for it. And so I do love that, that image. And like you say, you know, to watch those kinds of movies, to, to put the manger under our tree, to see Jesus as a little baby is it's a, it's a great opportunity, Never mind the gifts and all that other stuff. It's a great opportunity to remind ourselves, you know, that it's, that it's the birth and, and that it's another chance for us to, to be reborn in him and, and to start a new year, uh, and, and, and start a new year living, living like a baby and, and let God be our father and, and let him guide yeah. us. Yeah, I love that too. I love Christmas. It is such a, it's my favorite 
um, holiday other than Easter, but um, I just love that. It's for the same reason, that same reminder that what God calls us to, and also just focusing on the, I know this sounds so cliche and cheesy and Christian easy, but just the real reason for this, the whole season is this gift, this gift of his son, this precious, perfect, all sufficient gift in Jesus and that he is the ultimate example for us and and so much more than just an example. But um, yeah, every, every season of his life is to be looked to, to um, model ours after. And just like you said, especially him becoming as a baby and us being so dependent on God and learning to be that way, because that's the opposite of our natural inclination. We want to be sufficient for ourselves. We want to, depend on ourselves and it's what the world tells us, but God tells us, you know, come to me like a child, have childlike faith and believe me and trust me in the way that a baby is dependent on its parents and a child looks up to its mom and dad. And I just love that picture too. I'm so glad you brought that up. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> it's a it's a fitting uh, fitting segue then, because uh, something that something that of course we have to talk about that's not related to being on the stage or being in the studio is the big personal announcement that you just made last week over social media. So I will say congratulations, but go ahead and tell the listeners Thank in your you. own voice in your own words rather than me stealing your thunder. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited that in hopefully and God willing in June 2016. Um, we will be first-time parents to our little baby, so we're really excited. And um, it's been a it's been quite a year for us. We've had a couple miscarriages, and um, so this uh, this is the farthest that we've gotten um, with a pregnancy. And so we're really thankful, and just we've we've been learning, and God has been really faithful to teach us just to take it a day at a time. And I that's it's funny and kind of ironic because that's, that was the whole message of one more step, (laughs) my (laughs) album that came out, you know, a while ago, but, um, and here I am still a while later learning the same lesson and, uh, just, just to take it a day at a time and just say, okay, Lord, I, I know that you are good and you're sovereign and whatever you allow into my life is for my good and for your glory. And so if, if you, choose to let us keep this little baby and, and entrust it to us to raise it, then, you know, help us to do, do the best that we can do for you. And, um, we'll trust you whatever happens, but, um, yeah, it's been, it's been teaching us to keep our hands open before him and, um, and believe that he's good no matter what. And he is, and he has been even through the miscarriages, he was very near and, um, you know, I talk about that a lot in the album too, but the Psalm thirty four eighteen is one of my favorite verses. And so um, he's been very near to us, just like the verse says that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. And I love that. I love that he is faithful to his word. Like he promises he is, and he is, and he's been um, so kind to us. And he's been so good to bring along um, our friends alongside us who have been so supportive and kind and caring and really have taken care of us in a way that I'd never experienced before until, you know, you go through something and your friends, you realize, you know, what's that thing? You find out who your friends are, but you really do when you go through difficult things and they come alongside and are like, you just be still and let us care for you. And it's a hard thing, but 
it's a it's such a good it's it's a good thing to go through to learn that people are there for you and that's the body of Christ being the body of Christ. So yeah, it's very heartwarming. Um, yeah, it's oh man, I'm I mean, I'm so grateful that I got to see that even through heartache and pain. But um, now, um, God willing, we're on hopefully the other side of that, and we're just. Um, and now those same friends that grieved with us are rejoicing with us. And so I'm so thankful for you bringing that up and rejoicing yeah, with us too. And yeah, uh, we're and it, really excited. Yeah. I mean, no question. You, you will certainly be in our prayers, uh, throughout, throughout the entire pregnancy. It's, it's certainly a long road and, um, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's, it's very exciting news and it's something that, uh, I'm, I'm sure that you're, you're counting down the days, but probably also saying, well, let's not, let's, let's not let this happen too fast. <laughs> Cause exactly. sure yeah. it's going to be, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and, and, and again, I know that the Lord brought you and I together for a reason. Uh, June is also, uh, when I will be getting married. So, um, I know. so much for having Lindsay McCall play at the wedding, but, uh, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll both be celebrating very special occasions. Uh, and and you know I, I will I, be sending you wishes from Nashville. <laughs> and 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 likewise reciprocal for sure. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is work on your pricing. Know how much you're worth and not worth instead of being greedy and potentially pricing yourself out of a gig. Try asking a colleague if you're not sure. At one of their live shows, handle it this way. I would probably quote X for a booking like this. Are you at, above, or below that? Respect the fact that they might not want to tell you the exact amount, and try this with more than just one other comparable act to get more than just one opinion. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. Are you digging the Bruce's Bonus segment each week? Listeners, are the tips helping you out? Musicians and entertainers who are listening, there's one on every episode. We've even got an ebook for sale at nowhearthis.biz containing the bonus from each of the first 40 episodes. So go there and check that out. This show is about the guests and it's about the listeners. I, I don't ever like to make it about me and, I, and I'm not about to, but I, I do want to use this, use this time just to talk to the listeners and say, you know, this is... This is this is why I chose Lindsay to be the guest for for episode 100. You know, I just really believe in in the testimony that you were just giving Lindsay that you know, when when you do hold out your hand to God and and you know, you wonder um are you making the right decisions or you, obviously, you know, you're going to question things like, well, you know, we're we're two we're two people who are who are destined to be tremendously loving parents and and why aren't you letting it happen now and you just have to hand it over and put your faith and trust in him. And, and as I saw episode 100 on the horizon, I really thought, boy, I really got to get uh, a, a big blockbuster guest. And, you know, maybe it is someone, <laughs> the, the scope of, of John Mayer or someone like that, who's really going to blow this thing up and put this show, you know, on, on everybody's radar across the country. And that's, that's got to be the answer. That's, that's, you know, probably who I should pursue is, somebody that, you know, is on the tip of everybody's tongue and everybody knows who it is. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Number one, that's not what this show has been about. Uh, number two is that, you know, what what does God want for me to do with the show? And I still don't know, but I thought, well, you know, he has he has a plan for this. And so why not put it back in his in in his hands instead of trying to take it over myself and say, isn't the guest that you've talked about the most 
Lindsay McCall, and isn't isn't the guest that you've talked about the most, someone who is of God and someone who is a sister in Christ. And so if you answer his call and make that choice, make the right choice for episode 100, then he will bless the show in whatever way he has planned for it. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm putting my faith and trust in God because I know that that's, that's the best and only place to put it. And, and I know that uh, he has blessed me with, with this conversation that we're having now. And as I said before, with having come to know each other a, a away from these interviews. So, um, yeah. you know, that's, that's my, that's my couple minutes well, interviewing myself. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm, again, I'm, I'm so honored and I'm so thankful to have gotten to be a part of the show during episode 11. Um, however many months ago that was, but also I'm just so honored to get to be here and what a privilege to get to talk about what God has done. I mean, that is the best thing to get to do. And that sounds so cliche. And I know some people might not get that, but man, when you have an encounter with Jesus, it's, it's, you know, the apostle Paul kind of talks about that in, um, I believe it is Ephesians three. I could be wrong, but, um, he talks about when he has this encounter with Jesus and he, he thought that he had everything together and he has this really impressive, um, life. He's born into this amazing family and he's got this awesome pedigree. And then he also has an awesome, I say resume because he, he's done everything right. He's followed all the rules according to the, um, old Testament Hebrew faith and excuse me. And he, he's, been this impressive person by man's standard and perspective. And then he encounters Jesus one day and in in a moment, he just realizes everything he thought he brought to the table to impress God, everything he (laughs) thought would be, you know, like make God like, Oh, what a great person you are. He realizes just like it says in Isaiah that all our righteousness is just filthy rags to God. Like God doesn't need us to impress him. He's and, he's uh, kind of chuckling when we try to impress him. God's like, that is that doesn't mean anything to me because yeah. now we have Jesus who is this he is fully God and fully man and perfect and loving, perfectly loving towards us and receives us and all we have to do is humble ourselves and say, Oh, I need you, Jesus. I need you. And he will come and change our lives forever. And, um, and he has, and that's just the best thing we get to talk about. Like, man, Jesus is amazing. <laughs> just amazing. <laughs> well, so, you know, talking about your, your pregnancy, it's, it's funny how I have talked with guests on this show about dealing with, with babies and or children and having to still go on with the life of a musician. I'm thinking about, as recently as episode 92 with Johnny Diaz and, and him and his wife uh-huh. having just welcomed their first child this year. And, and there's been other guests, you know, that have, that have talked about it. Elise Black on episode 90 uh, talked about her, you know, being a musician. She's got a couple kids. As far back as episode 39, uh, the guest was 2014 Dove Awards New Artist of the Year, Ellie Holcomb, another Christian artist. So, uh-huh. Lindsay, I mean, you were you were saying that next year, you know, you, you want to work towards uh, towards releasing Christmas music. So, I mean, obviously, we know that you know you're 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 going into a new venture as as a mother. But how overwhelming is the thought to you of becoming a first time mom yet still being all in with music? <laughs> yeah, that's that is a good question. I think if I think about it for a minute, I'm like, oh man, what what am I going to do? But <laughs> 
unfortunately, I have a lot of friends, you know, some of my very best friends are moms and, you know, Molly Grayson from City Harbor or Francesca Battistelli or all these, these women who are amazing moms and also are out on the road and um, traveling with their kids and bringing them with them. And actually my first, you know, big tour was with Casting Crowns and they have a plethora of children <laughs> on the road with them, <laughs> a bunch of them. And they're all out there and they um, get to be with their parents and they're homeschooled out on the road. And it was really cool to see that, um, just get that really up close perspective of what it's really like and how it is. And yeah, it's not always easy, but you know, it's what a privilege to get to travel with your kids and, and, you know, show them what you do for a living and, um, and involve them in it, which is casting crowns. They're so great at doing that. They, they let their kids help with stuff and they don't make them do anything. It's not child labor, but, <laughs> but the kids want to, you know, they're like, Oh, we see there are, there are moms and dads doing this and they want to be a part of it and they get to, which is really cool. And so I, yeah, if I think about it, I'm like, Oh, how is that going to look? But <laughs> you know, just Philippians Lord, you know, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God and the peace of God, which passes understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And that's kind of my life. Those are my life verses. <laughs> and uh, so I have to believe that and just not be anxious about it and just be like, okay, you knew this was going to happen and you knew the timing and I can ask all my friends advice <laughs> so, or have them babysit. <laughs> so. Yeah, or you can so call we'll Mark see. Hall for advice, and, and Mark will say, "Please, one, you're having one baby. Call, call me, call me when he you've got, me. <laughs> call me when you've got a a, a start of a uh, of a basketball team. When you can put five players on the floor, then I'll give you advice. You only got one. <laughs> exactly. I know they would all laugh at me and be like, "Please, you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the first one. You're not the last one." You're going to be fine. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, that, that Many is... Many have done this before you. Yeah, that is great, though, that, you know, to have others that, that can relate. Um, you know, I, I imagine it's no different uh, for a mom, a first-time mom who is a teacher or who is a nurse or who is a insert profession here, to be able to lean on colleagues that can say, I can relate directly to what you're going through. So for you to have your, your colleagues in, in Christian music to say, well, here's how I do it. Or I remember when I had my yeah. first one and here's how I did it. So I'm sure, I'm sure yep. that that will, um, help relieve a couple of the sleepless nights. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. I already have uh, commissioned Matthew West and Emily West is one of my, my really good friends as well. And they have two little daughters. Lulu and Delaney. And so I've already, Lulu is the older daughter. And I said, all right, in a couple of years, I'm going to need you as a babysitter. <laughs> she was like, yes, I'm there. <laughs> so I already got one. <laughs> by the way, just sign this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Commit now. <laughs> uh, I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Dallas by way of Nashville is national touring and recording artist, Christian singer-songwriter Lindsay McCall. Visit her official website at www.lindsaymccall.com. And on lindsaymccall.com, you will find plenty of links for social media to go to her Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And of course, please do purchase Lindsay's music. Go to her website, go to iTunes, go to her live shows, and keep an eye on lindsaymccall.com and her social media as live dates get added to her schedule. 
Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's spelled H-E-A-R. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast and do tell others about it too. Subscribing is free. It makes it very easy to get the show every week. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you so much. Please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned only a few of them, Karen Williams, uh, Johnny Diaz, Elise Black, Ellie Holcomb. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And as I mentioned before, if you've been listening over the last few months, you know that there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram. It's at Now Hear This Entertainment. And can't give enough thanks to all those who are not first-time listeners. I'm just so grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show each week and just uh, really do enjoy sitting down and looking at the data to see where in the world some of you are listening from. Uh, Lindsay, this is the time of year when people are doing a look back at 2015 or or a look ahead to 2016. I, I probably should have given you advance notice on this to think about prior to today's show, but is there anything that sticks out any one big lesson that you learned in 2015, I, I guess for purposes of the show, preferably about the music business, but uh, if not, you know, some other life lesson perhaps. And uh, by the way, yes, I am stalling for time to give Lindsay time to, <laughs> to think about an answer for this. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we, we'll get uh, we'll get someone in, someone else in here to filibuster for for a little while until you <laughs> until you send me a signal that you've got yeah. your answer. <laughs> So a lesson that I've learned from 2015, man, well, if it's preferably about the music industry, man, I think I've just seen uh, this year, this past year in 2015, my manager of six years, Jim Hauser, um, retired from management and from music. And um, I just cannot ever say enough about his faithfulness. He was just so faithful and he had so much character and integrity. And he still does. I'm acting like he's not with us anymore, but (laughs) he would be mad about that because um, he's still one of Mark and my dearest friends. He's a mentor to Mark still, my husband, and um, very present in our lives still. So he's um, not dead, but he, um, (laughs) but not working with him has, um, has just reminded me, man, he is just, so faithful and and it has encouraged me and as he retired it was really cool to see so many people say so many incredible things about him like man you made such an impact on me um all these other managers or booking agents or artists came forward and sent him emails and letters and gifts just to say you have impacted me personally and you've impacted the music industry by your faithfulness and by your character and the way that you've done business and treated people with kindness and with respect and represented your artists well, but also represented um, God well in the way that you handled everything. And um, it just made me so proud to have gotten to work with him and really um, reminded me, I mean, I was reminded every day that I got to have meetings with him or visit places with him or you know, have him out on the road when I was on a tour and have him speaking into my, um, my job and my uh, career, but also my ministry and, and my life personally, he's just an incredible person and another very well-known artist, but I won't quote her, but she said, man, I would take a bullet for Jim Hauser. And, mm-hmm. 
And that sentiment is so true because he's so, he's such a faithful friend. He was um, with me and Mark, man, through some of the toughest months of our lives. And he stuck with us and um, stood by us and was so encouraging and, um, and just faithful. That's the word that comes to mind. And so it's really encouraged me and a lot of, I guess I can only speak for the Christian music industry, but, um, but that's that side of the music industry was just so impacted by his faithfulness. And that made me want to be that kind of a person as well, more and, and increasing and, and man, it was just such a, a powerful picture for me. And especially seeing all these other people in the industry come forward and voluntarily and just say, man, thank you for the way that you live and the way that you do business. And um, it made me really proud to have that kind of a person representing me and knowing that I never had to worry about him chewing somebody out or, Mm. you know, I mean, he, he was a great, he is a great businessman and he handles everything and took care of everything and got deals done and, and things worked out for me. And, but also in the way that he handled it, he took care of other people as well and made sure that um, everything was fair. And, and he, so he was my husband's boss and now my husband has kind of taken over his Jim's old job. And mm-hmm. um, it's been really cool to see the impact that Jim is still having on my husband's life and the way that he's managing now those artists, including me and um, has picked up so many of his traits of faithfulness and, and and strong character so i'm proud very nice. proud of him so very nice, yeah. yeah well uh music wise since we know since we know the baby is going to steal any and all lindsey mccall headlines uh <laughs> music wise is there a certain goal that you're setting for 2016 i just want to write more i i think i've taken off the pressure of like i have to have an album out every you know year and a half or whatever it is yeah and, um, I just want to write more and be open to, I think, you know, open to whatever is coming. I would like to do a Christmas album, um, at least an EP and just put a couple songs out there. Um, because I love Christmas and I do a lot of Christmas <laughs> shows, so it would be fun to have something out. But, um, yeah, I just want to keep writing. I've written some songs this year, this past year that have been really special to me. So, um, I would love to just see what happens. I'm excited and I'm not, I, I'm trying not to put any, um, resolutions necessarily music wise on me because I know that uh, having a baby will be <laughs> pretty time consuming. So, yeah, you don't want and to, attention consuming. You don't you don't need to put any more pressure on yourself than you're already going to do as a result of becoming a mother. So that's exactly your your plate is is plenty full on the personal side. Not not to not to mention you know overdoing it musically. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I I would love to. Yeah. My one goal is to try to get something Christmas-oriented out, so we'll see Very good. how that goes. <laughs> well, and listeners, as I always say, that's uh, all the more reason to, to follow her online so that uh, as that develops when she's recording, when she's getting ready to release it, you can see the updates on Lindsay's website and social media. Looking for that Christmas release for the late 2016. Uh, we're going to close today, Lindsay, with another song of yours called With the Brokenhearted. Before we let you go, please do tell the listeners all about this song. Yeah. So With the Brokenhearted, um, I wrote with um, an incredible songwriter, and he's not necessarily in the Christian music space, but he writes a lot with Colby Calais, actually. Um, But um, 
Jason Reeves and I wrote with the broken hearted and it was, it's based off of, um, pretty obviously this, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, which says, um, like I quoted earlier, but Psalm thirty four eighteen says the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he saves the Christian spirit. And I was kind of saying that to Jason, um, like, man, I really love to write a song about this because this is the verse that kind of carried me through, um, losing my dad in 2012. Um, and it, it, even this past year, it's carried me through the miscarriages and, and it's carried us through a lot actually in, in the past couple of years, but it's just an interesting thought to me. It's so, um, counterintuitive that God is near to the brokenhearted because brokenhearted people don't think that God is near to them. <laughs> brokenhearted people think God is far indeed, and that he's, for, he's forgotten about them and he doesn't care or he's turned his back or whatever it is. But, um, but God knew because he made us and he knows we're human and that we don't have complete understanding the way that he does of everything. Um, God knew that we would think that. And so he put that verse in the Bible to remind us, no, 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 no. When you are brokenhearted, that's when I'm the closest to you and I'm drawing near to you. And if you let me, God says he's going to use this, even pain, even the gift of pain, when I say that very carefully, but it is a gift if we let God use pain to draw us closer to him and he will. He meets us in those moments in a way that we never, ever, ever would have experienced him had we not walked through these valley seasons and and felt his presence in that way and his peace that passes understanding like it says in in philippians 4 that um god is with us and emmanuel and that's the whole christmas story god with us and his nearness in a new and and incredible way because of jesus and the holy spirit and the way that he is able to use pain and these difficult seasons to show us just like Job. Um, and if you've never read Job, I would encourage you just to read through that book. It's kind of a crazy story of, um, a righteous man. Um, God allowed Satan to kind of bring these calamities into Job's life and he loses, um, belongings in his house and his family. And, and his wife just finally says like, what is wrong with you? You know, she says, curse God and die. Like, look what's happened. Obviously God doesn't love you. You know, you're brokenhearted (laughs) and he's obviously far from you. And, and Job says, Oh man, it's just incredible the way that he responds. And he's like, you know, shall I, um, how could I do that? How could I curse God? Like, how, how is that possible? I, you know, um, shall I accept good from God and not difficulty? That's what he says. I mean, so profound. Shall we accept good from God and not difficulty? And he says, um, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I shall return. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God is God. Is God and I am not, and I will never understand all that he allows in my life. But um, just like Romans eight twenty eight says that, God works all things together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. And, and he does, he truly does. He, he does nothing is wasted in God's hands. Absolutely nothing, not even pain. He uses and he redeems and that's who God is. He's the redeemer of everything. And, um, so that this whole song, um, with the brokenhearted is kind of about that is, um, 
knowing his nearness and just saying, God, even, even though sometimes I can't feel you, I know that you're near to me and I believe you. And I know that you're going to use this, um, for good, for my good even, and for your glory. And so it's just a kind of a, a song about just stating that, man, I trust you, God, I'm putting my trust in you and I'm not going to just believe you when times are good. I'm going to believe you in what you say when times are difficult. Amen. And I know you'll see me through. Amen. So. And uh familiar voice listeners that you'll hear on this song, uh, Brandon Heath lends his vocals yes. to the song with Lindsay. And, uh, yes, I'm so thankful. In the meantime, Lindsay, just, uh, wow. Heartfelt. Thanks. Just, really so glad that we were able to do this. Thank you so much for making the time, especially Aww. being away in Dallas and uh, just been an, an absolute joy to, to have you as the guest for episode 100. And as I said, even more so uh, to get these opportunities to fellowship with you uh, when, when you've been through town. And um, I know that the next time I'm up in Nashville, that, that we'll do so up there as well. God yes. bless you. And, and uh, again, congratulations on your pregnancy and uh, we're praying for you and Obviously, for the continued good that you're doing for the kingdom with your music ministry, thank you so much. Thank you, Bruce, and thank you so much for having me on this incredibly special episode of Now Hear This. I'm so honored, and man, what a privilege for me. I'm so thankful, and thank you for asking me to be a part of this um, at way back at episode 11 and now here at episode 100. And to all the listeners listening, um, keep supporting this awesome awesome talk show and keep supporting Bruce and tell all your friends about this man. What an incredible, incredible thing to get to be a part of. I'm so thankful. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for having me. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Really do appreciate it. So folks, there we have it. Wow. Episode 100 is in the books. I have to, again, try to thank all of the guests who've been on the show from episode one with Shauna P right up until this one here. And without question, all the listeners in all the countries around the world, plus again, Crystal Blue Sound Studios for making the show sound so good week in and week out. Don't forget episode 101 next week, a best of show, which will have highlights from some of the first 100 episodes. My sincere thanks, of course, to my friend Lindsay McCall, a wonderfully talented Christian singer, songwriter, guitar player, I'm going to say piano player, and touring and recording (laughs) artist. Do please check out her website at www www.lindsaymccall.com and then engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. And of course, do please purchase her music from her website, from iTunes, at her live shows. Great stuff, wonderful music. And keep up with Lindsay online to see where and when you can see her perform live. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. That's it, just one field to complete. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share. They call it repost episodes on there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show, too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nowhearthis.biz. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram. Or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nowhearthis.biz. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida, 
Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. A lot of things can be done remotely nowadays. So get in touch with Crystal Blue for your next project. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Lindsay McCall. This is the one she just talked about. It's called With the Broken Hearted. Even